Hey everybody, welcome to the 109th episode of I'm So Surecast. I'm your host Tim Early, I'm here with Timothy Jim Sullivan! Hello everybody, hello. And this is the Christmassy episode. Yes! Christmassy! It's that time of year, folks. We are about, uh, what, 72 hours from Christmas now? Sounds about right, man. Oh, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one. Not sure why I said that, but I feel like for some people it's going to ring true. Okay. But uh, well, you I got all my shopping done. You weren't so. setting a pun up, right? No. Okay. Because you, you said, oh, it's going to be a big one, and then you're like, and then you said ring. So I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, I should have just said the obligatory no pun intended. That's funny. That's real funny, dude. Uh, yeah. Puns, I used to love them. Now they kind of make me sick. So I don't do them intentionally. You know what I mean? I had to think because I was like, wait, is he doing a pun? No. no. But he wasn't, folks. No, I'm off the sauce. I'm off the sauce. <sighs> so yeah, you done your fucking Christmas shopping, bro? Yeah. I guess there could be one or two items, like little stuff. When, you, when you're not creative. Right. See, being little a creative stuff. gift giver is much less expensive because when you're not creative and maybe you're creative in general, but like for certain people, you just don't know what to get. Um, that's when it gets expensive because you over, that's when you take quantity over quality where you go, ah, right. every idea I have with this guy is like lame. So I think I'll just give him like five presents. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like for my dad, for instance, I'm like, what do I get this guy? Right. Because if he wants something, he just buys it. He orders it off Amazon. It's at his door two days later. For what do shipping. you get the man who has everything? Exactly. Right. So then I was at their new house digging through shit in the basement because it was all in storage for the past like fucking three years. Right. <clears throat> and found this like random painting. And my mom was like, oh, that's your father's. He probably doesn't even know he has like it. You get so tasteful. Probably like 20 years old. Yeah. She's like, why don't you just frame it for Christmas and give it to him? I was like, okay. It was something he painted? No, he bought it probably in like Bermuda. Oh, like a, see, that's a nice personalized gift. It's like a painting of a beach. I like it. That he probably was like guilted into buying from like the pushy lady with like a cart. You know mm. what I mean? Right. So not like a super expensive painting. I don't think so. Do you think it even has sentimental value to him? Probably not. <laughs> Well, hey, man, it's it's an effort-graded assignment. That's the thing. Every Christmas, um, because I'm not 11 anymore, I don't wait for Christmas to get me something I actually need to use. Like, when I was 12, it's like, oh, fuck, if I don't get this for Christmas, then my whole year's fucking ruined. Right. But now that I'm, like, 40 or whatever, I'm just like, you know what? I don't even... Everything at Christmas is just a bonus. Right. So even if you get me something that clearly was just so you could check the box... The done box next to my name in your gift list. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I've gotten in trouble actually in the past for uh, buying myself shit too close to Christmas. Oh, and then people get you stuff that you bought yourself? Well, yeah. And then, like, my mom, for instance, would be like, um, you know, don't you think maybe since it's so close to Christmas, you would wait to not buy that thing and maybe see if someone already bought it for you? Which is her way of saying, I fucking got you that for Christmas and you just blew it. Well, that's why I like Christmas lists so much. Like, this is why, like, I'll say to my mom and my sister or whatever, I go, hey, what do you guys want for Christmas? And then they go, they think they're being helpful by saying, oh, you know, anything, you know, I don't really want anything. It's like, no, you think you're being modest and, like, nice by saying that, but you're actually just infuriating me. If you just said, you know what, I'm thinking about reading these books or I like this, I'd like this album on vinyl. Right. That's helpful. Then I go, all right, cool. So that's why before, I used to be the asshole that got asked, hey, what do you want for Christmas? I'd be like, oh, whatever. But now I actually, to be a nice person, if somebody says, like Karen's dad, right? He's like, oh, what does Tim want for Christmas? You know what I did? I went online because I always screenshot. I mean, I always add to cart books I'm thinking about getting. Yes. And I said, how about here's three books. Get me one or two of them. And there you go. And now, you know what he did? He got Karen's text of the books I wanted. He went on Amazon immediately, bought them. Done. He gets, he got me a gift, and it took no stress. You know what I mean? And meanwhile, you're getting exactly what you want. Yes. So, folks, when people ask, what do you want for Christmas? They're actually not asking for your sake. 
They're doing it for their sake. They're saying, are you going to send me on a fucking wild goose chase where I'm stressed out? It's going to be Christmas Eve. I'm going to be in the mall trying to think about what stupid shit you like. Or are you going to make my life easy and just tell me what you fucking want? And if you still want it to be a surprise, if you go, well, some people, you know, they don't want me to expect exactly what they're going to give me. Okay, problem solved. Give them five ideas. And you're not sure which one of the five they're going to get. Maybe they'll get you all five. Maybe they'll get you one of the five. But if you need to be surprised, then do that. But this whole idea of like, oh, I don't really want anything. It's just like, dude, that's just an annoying way of saying, I'm not going to help you help me. You know what I mean? Fucks, he's fucking right. Because there's a social contract where everybody needs, if you're part of the inner circle, and this is something that you typically don't have to ask. Maybe... When you have like in-laws and stuff, like brothers-in-law, not obviously mothers and fathers-in-law, but like brothers and sisters-in-law, that may be new territory where you're like, ooh, am I supposed to get them a gift now? So that's the only time there may be some consideration. But for 99% of people whom you give gifts to, uh, you already know whom you're going to shop for. So just everyone just make a list. Perfect. So, dude, let's just back up real quick. You said... I just want to. I just want to see if I'm an idiot or if you're an idiot. It's sure. probably going to be me. Is it sisters-in-law or sister-in-laws? Uh, sisters-in-law. Do you want to explain this to me? Well, I mean, so the in-law is just a qualifier in terms of how you're legally related to them, but the noun doesn't change. So they're your sisters-in-law. Yes. yes. Gotcha. That's also why it's attorneys general. And not attorney generals. You got to go with, you always go with the noun instead of the qualifier. That's why it's passersby, not passerbys, because the passers is what you're describing. Well, the passers are what, the by is how you describe them. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah, dude. Just look for the noun, you know? All right. Well, thanks for explaining that there to you me. In law is the adjective. Oh, wow. Market's tanking. Um, and sister is the noun. Um, now, yeah, no. even Santa, who's supposed to be omniscient, kids send him fucking lists. Yeah, what's the point of that, dude? Isn't he supposed to know everything? Well, Santa's actually magical, and you send him a fucking list, and I'm just some loser relative of yours, and you think I'm supposed to know exactly what you want? You fucking break. Well, do you know your relatives or not, dude? Well, that's the other thing, but then that gets into specifics. So I'm pretty easy to shop for because when I'm into something, I don't shut the fuck up about it. I waste everybody's time. If I like something and you're in my core group of friends, I'm sending you videos, texts about whatever that thing is. I can't shut up about it so that when it comes time to get me a gift, you go, I've got like 45 things that he was into this year that he'd like. True. But some people are just more kind of reserved and less annoying where you go, fuck, I don't even know what they're Which ends up being more annoying. Yes. In the long run. Because I'm easy to shop for. Right. Right. So, but I still make lists. That's the thing that adulthood taught me is people, Christmas, you st- and, I'm, and I'm not a cynic. I actually am caught up in Christmas magic. So I'm not saying this as some, you know, Scrooge type character. I love Christmas. I'm just saying... What makes Christmas more exciting is when all your shopping's done like a week before Christmas. Then you can kind of just bathe in the spirit of Christmas. Mm. And you're happy. When when it's December 22nd and you still have multiple gifts to get, you can't even enjoy Christmas. So actually, the gift you can bestow on others that would be most meaningful is letting them finish shopping for you weeks earlier. Just tell them what you fucking want, Yes. Dude. Long way of saying that, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, nice, man. You know what else I was thinking about today? What's that? Why don't you tell me? Just a random thought. So, not to get a little scatological here, oh, but Jesus. like when you, you know, when you go in the shower and then you get out and then you're like, fuck, I got to take a dump. Right. And you're like, I just ruined this whole day's worth of shower. My whole day is now soiled and sullied because I had to take a shit right after I got out of the shower. Right. You know the feeling, right? Yes. But you know what's hilarious? What's that? Let's say you just get out of the shower, and then you get dressed, drive 10 minutes to work, and then take a shit at work. (laughs) You don't feel bad about it at all. That's a really good point. You're actually just saying, I'm only mad because I haven't put clothes on yet. So basically, (laughs) 
If you shower and then need a shit, just get dressed in between, walk around your living room, and then go back upstairs and you won't feel bad about it. <laughs> There's just something about, I don't, like, it's just so funny, like, my whole fucking day's off. But if you drove into work and took a shit at the office at 8.30, you wouldn't feel fucking... Like then it's just a normal day. Yeah, you wouldn't feel like you wasted your shower. <laughs> anyway, just a thought. That's a, re- that's a good thought. That's very profound of you to think. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm seeping with profundity. Oh, you know what? I went to, uh, was doing some Christmas shopping. Went to Best Buy. Ooh. Salem? Seabrook? No, in uh, Portsmouth. Ooh. And it occurred to me that we are currently living in communist China. He's absolutely right, folks. He's absolutely right. Want to expand on that? So was Best Buy busy? The answer is no. Best Buy was not busy. Not not crazy busy. Nowhere near as busy as you'd think busy is. Okay. Check, please. So walk up to Best Buy, have to wait outside in line. Oh. A, f- a few people, maybe like eight other people. And then you go inside and it's all roped off. And there's there's a the keeper of the store. Ooh. Who's this um maybe twenty eight year old um moderately attractive female? And she's got a ponytail and a bit of an attitude, okay? So the thing is, is is you have to stand on the dots, which are six feet apart. If you don't stand on the dots, somebody fucking yells at you. You're a big guy. So, uh, you know, you're shuffling up. Next! You know, I probably shouldn't have yelled on the mic, but, you know, next. Yeah. Then you shuffle up, and then, what what are you uh, looking for in the store today? And then, you know, the guy's like, oh, I wanted to check out TVs. Okay, will you be needing assistance with the TVs? Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. Well, okay, if you do need assistance with the TVs, there are people wearing yellow shirts. Those are the people you will be asking for help. Um, and okay, you're gonna go straight back into the right. And then she'd Moron! like open the rope, let them go, and then slam the rope back down. And then next, and then that person stands on the the dot. Again, Best Buy is not fucking busy. Right. And Best Buy is huge. One guy's like, oh, I'm looking for, um, I forget what the this fuck it was. Cock. I don't know if he said like a keyboard or something. He's like, oh, well, I'm looking for like an electronic keyboard. Let's just say that's what it was. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, well, we don't have those in store. What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to go back home, go online and order it offline from bestbuy.com. And he was like, oh, okay, well, I think I'll just look around anyway. And she goes, oh, well, we really don't want people like milling about. So a fucking bitch. I'm going to actually just have, I'm going to lift the rope. I'm going to have you exit the store. Are you kidding me? Not fucking kidding. Um, then the next person goes up and he like just walked past the dot and like got ne- near her to like tell her what, you know, he wanted. She's like, Whoa. If what I think is happening is happening. It better not be. Sir, back up, stand on the dot. So he stands on the dot. Maybe half a second later, she goes, okay, now step forward and tell me what you need. What was the Are point? You, uh, of telling him to step back on the dock. Because if, she's wielding power. That's exactly. So you give these fucking motherfuckers an inch, they take a goddamn mile, okay? So then me uh, and Jess are panicking because me fucking we're not in the store for anything specific. We just want to browse, which is, I guess now, a, a terrible thing. You can't browse stores anymore. So if you say, I'm looking at refrigerators, they'll let you in and then you can browse. Right. But if you she'll, just, she'll if point, you're honest about browsing. She'll be like, do you need help? And if you say yes, she calls over a person to escort you to the... How, what is this helping? What? Who cares what you're fucking there for? It's a warm body breathing in a store. What fucking difference is it? I want to buy things. Don't I buy things here? I fucked up. It's fucking Christmas time. So now we finally get to the front of the line, and she's like, oh, what are you guys in here for today? And I was about to say, um, oh, I wanted to look at... Uh, you know, cameras. And it was one of those things where like me and Jess both answered at the same time, but said two different things. Uh-huh. And she's like, Oh, headphones. So she's like, oh, okay, well, headphones are, are right there. Um, do you need assistance? And Jess is like, Nope, I know exactly what headphones I want. I don't need anybody's assistance. And she's like, okay. Um, Hi. Hi. <laughs> walk straight to the left, blah, blah, blah. So then we get over to the headphones and we, you know, look around to see if it's safe. And then we just Slowly work our way away from the headphones and then browse the store, dude. Against the rules. You're kidding me. Damn, dude, you're a fucking. That's what he's claiming. You're a fucking badass. I could get arrested for this. Yeah, and that's in New Hampshire. Like, 
and I get that it's Portsmouth, so it's basically Massachusetts. But this is what people don't understand. It has nothing to do with fucking sanitation or safety. It's all just how do we make the dumbest fucking regulations for people to just follow, like the bunch of lemmings they are. Like I, I don't understand. I think I'm a pretty, I'm, I'm more short fused, I think, than the average Joe. But I think I'm a pretty reasonable person. And I'd say five times a day, I'm ready to fucking lose it on people with this COVID shit. I don't know. I don't know how society as a whole has just played along. I, but I guess it doesn't surprise me. This is how shows like Handed Camera worked. People are remarkably obedient. It is fucking bizarre. And the funniest part is, well, it's not funny because it's all, uh, even though Freud was insane, Freudian projections is definitely something that actually happens. And it's always the people that scream dictator and oppressor that are the first people to fucking enjoy taking full control of you when they, the second they can to make you do the dumbest shit. Like even with this restaurant thing. So now the day, I think it's either the 28th or the 26th. Um, fucking Charlie Baker. Charlie Baker. Now restaurants are at 25% capacity or whatever. Should there be no burden of proof on the people shutting your business down? Like, shouldn't you have to say, we've traced X amount of COVID cases to these restaurants before you fucking shut them down? That would make sense. Everybody is such a fucking cunt now. It's part of my French. I th- no, I think that's German. But why is it that the people who always want to be, oh, I'm such a compassionate person, have no fucking idea or cause for concern about the people affected by these shitty fucking lockdowns? It drives me nuts. And I'm not even a... F- I'm kind of like... Those people that, you know, suffering is going on, it, but it doesn't personally affect them, but they dedicate their life to working on that. I am honestly about to join some fucking nonprofit. Oh, Jesus, that dude. Help. Easy. I want to start a restaurant whoa, whoa. just so I can defy these fucking laws and order. If restaurants are that deadly. Laws if, and order. If restaurants are, yeah. If restaurants are just a cesspool of COVID waiting to happen. Why are they open at all? Why would 25% capacity be enough to quell the jumping numbers of COVID coming from restaurants? It's because restaurants aren't fucking causing any. I think even in New York City, they said like 1.89% of all COVID cases could be traced back to restaurants. These, oh, it, it fucking infuriates me. It's sorry. Sorry to keep getting all Christmassy, but it just, it's so insane that reasonable people, whomst I know and love and respect, are somehow caught up in this fucking hysteria of like pro lockdown shit. It, it's, it's insane. It's absolutely fucking insane. He's wish, absolutely right. Honestly, sometimes I wish I was a partisan moron because life must be so simple. It's like being one of those semi-mentally retarded people that that like are happy all the time that's what being partisan must be like where you never have to think you mouth the dumbest talking points possibly written by some moron that you've never met and you go along your life just assuming whatever they say is true i'm gonna repeat it and then you can just be a mindless quizzling that's what i want to be i really want to be a partisan moron that just goes, tell me what to think and I'll do it. I always laugh about this. Sorry, totally unrelated. Oh, I always laugh about this, though, because, um, you know, me and Eric, we like the stock market shit, right? Yes. So what usually will happen is I will find out about something and I'll know it. It's in my brain. And then either anywhere between like t- an hour to three days later, Eric will be like, oh, dude, did you hear about this? And I'll be like, yes, dude. I already fucking know about that. And it happens every time. Like right now, he was just like, oh, dude, there's a lot of uh, pre-market activity, which that's not the correct word. It's it's fucking after hours trading. Um, Trump might punt the stimulus. I'm like, yeah, dude, I know because it's already up on my fucking screen right there. 
Dude, it sounds like you need to start texting him first so that you can get the. Credit. I probably should. You're right. That this is like the person. This is like the relationship where, you know, the the one person's like, oh, my my partner always fucking blows it, and then the other people are like, well, do you, you know, tell him that he blows it? And you're like, well, no. Like, well, then how do you expect I him to stop blowing it? Adultery is not against the law. No, I agree. Well, so just... folks, hang on to your hats because the stimmy. Might get vetoed. Oh! Oh, I can't press that. And the NASDAQ is gonna be crumbling. <laughs> what are people gonna do with that 600 bucks? Dude? I know, dude. I love how 600 bucks is supposed to do anything. Just like 1200 bucks did anything at all. Why don't they say, why don't they look at all companies that are, let's say that there's some threshold for how big your company is, right? Right. And. Why don't they say whoever saw more than f- anything over if you had more than 50% growth in during the fucking lockdown I'm mainly thinking of like Amazon and Walmart we're going to just do okay. a f- we're going to do a one time tax of, okay. of fucking 80% what of everything above 50% growth and then that that's that's uh that's what we're gonna keep. Okay, so okay. Like so Amazon you- had like it was over a hundred percent growth from March to October. Yes. And the government says, Hey, guess what? That happened because we wiped out all of your competition. So you're fucking a trillionaire. We're gonna tax like eighty percent of it. And we're going to use that to fund our stimuli. Why don't they just fucking do that? Right, dude. Right. I'm so sick of all these people bloviating on their loathing of billionaires and then being dead quiet, if not advocating for lockdowns that solely hurt small businesses. Like, why isn't AOC demanding the lockdown end tomorrow? If you actually hated fucking billionaires, you would have to know that everything your party and both parties are doing is enriching billionaires even further by absolutely obliterating all small business competition. You want to know why, dude? Because they're in the pocket? Because people are stupid. And yes, because because everyone's in someone else's. I mean, pocket. think about fucking polio. Hey, hey get polio, out of my pocket. <laughs> polio was actually handicapping children. Children were wheelchair bound at alarming rates at a super young age. We didn't close the schools or shut down the economy or avoid going out. And now it's like we've known for months that if you're old, fat, or have some comorbidities, that you're exposed, and every other person is not. So why are we punishing 100% of the fucking country? Check, please. Like, that's the other thing that fucking... This is what people don't understand. They think that that it's 1890 and that there's basically a three-person max on transactions. They think that when a person doesn't pay rent, it only hurts their real estate tycoon fucking landlords. What they don't realize is that a lot of these fucking mortgages are so complex now. They're tied up in everything. If enough people don't pay rent, that means that enough people don't pay mortgages. That means that the banks don't get paid. That means that could affect your fucking 401k. That could affect your grandfather's retirement. That could affect your... Like, this whole thing starts to fucking crumble. These people act like, oh, can you believe my landlord is a... There's a pandemic going on and he wants money. And I'll tell you um, from firsthand... Just because somebody owns a building and they charge you rent to live in the building that they own doesn't mean they have, like, fucking any money. Yeah, first of all... I know plenty of a very fucking poor landlords. Of course, that... One of the, the... Basically, the number one way people become affluent in America is through real estate investment. It doesn't just mean you didn't inherit it. From your fucking uncle who's a duke. Most people make their money buying real estate. And they deal with shitty tenants all the time. They deal with everything. And first of all, rich people don't work. So spare me this. If if you think your villain in your mind is like working 40 hours or more a week, it means he's not fucking rich. So 
Stop with your third grade vilification of people that own property. Ugh. Pisses me off. Merry Christmas. Everybody's so third grade now. And happy holidays. I love how yeah. we're like, this is the podcast right before Christmas, and I'm like the most pissed off I've ever been. Yeah. Well, I'm keeping it Christmassy, dude. Clearly. That's true. If you do this and they if go, If I do oh. this and you scream about politics. They go, oh, they're doing a Christmas carol thing it's still where he a starts Christmas out as, a, as an unhappy curmudgeon. And then changes his ways when he sees how it affects other people, and then gets you know goes back in time, sees sees the past, present, and future, and then winds up being um, a social justice warrior. Happy <laughs> but anyway, all right, all right. Um, how about this? What's your? Oh, maybe name like your top three. Favorite Christmas songs. Can you do this? Uh huh. Number one, the Christmas song by Nat, Nat King Cole. That's correct. That's going to be my number one as well. Number two. Can't wait, dude. Can't wait to so fucking this. Is this is tough because oh, this is really tough. I really like. Think about it, man. Don't worry about it. Dude, there's the thing with the Christmas songs, the reason why they're so canonical is because they're so fucking great. Canonical, dude? Yeah. They're so great. Um, so it's tough. Because I like Do you need to look at a list of them? Yeah, maybe I'll look at a list just so I don't leave anything out. One of my Christmas songs, I'm not gonna put it in the top three. Just How about I, this? It doesn't have to be the exact top three. Like, I won't hold it to you for the rest of your life. But no, just but I want to take it seriously. Three of your favorites. No, I want to take it seriously. All right. So, for instance, actually. Maybe I can because then I have asterisk songs. Asterisk? Like, I wouldn't put this in my top three, but I would say one of the songs that makes me most excited when it comes on the radio is uh, Feliz Navidad. Wow. So that's, I, I didn't put think that was t- coming. I didn't put it, I wouldn't put it in the top three because I'm trying to think of like songwriting. Is that the one that goes at like its best? Boop, cut up, cut Feliz Navidad. Yes. Cut up, cut. Exactly. Boop, cut up, cut. Yeah, that's Pitbull yeah, yeah. in it. Yeah. Um. So this this song, dude. Oh, this is a great this song. specific fucking version, though. Yes. Is my jam. This is a great one. Ah. Oh. I'm it's probably breaking so many rules. Home on in the taxi cab. Oh, dude. Oh, it's just so fucking Brenda good. Lee. Who is it? Who is Darlene that? Love? Yeah, yeah. And then um, one of my other top three just favorites, dude. Here we go. And I know it sounds really fucking lame and a little bit homosexual. No, I lame. I mean, I think this is a big But I love this fucking song. Yeah, a lot of people love this song. Wham, bro. All right, so I'm going to go... So now there's the hits, and then there's also classic. If you need so to go again, I'm picking, to classic, just I'm hit I'm picking back. my top three. Um, I'm picking my top three with weird criteria. So again, there's a ton of songs that the I The Criterion love. Collection, huh? By Tim Sullivan. Yes, yes. What is a Criterion, anyway? Well, a... A criterion is a single version of criteria. Criteria is the plural of criteria. So basically, the Criterion Collection is a collection of movies that meet certain criteria. Yes. I am a fucking genius. Because you'd say, you, you'd say, what's the single criterion? That makes sense. For this. Right. Um, right. It's, it's like, it's like, it's like, uh, mouse. See, I love <laughs> Brenda Lee's voice is so. Fucking cleanly perfect in the song. Oh, so good. Yes, dude. I gotta go with this. This is in my top three. Yeah, that's this, really up there. Just this version. This makes me think of um. Come on. I'm shedding a layer because it's so goddamn uh, hot in here. And then this song. Uh, Karen's Karen's dad every the first day of school. Yep. Which is obviously in like August what? or September. He would always play this on the ride there when they were growing up. They'd be like crying if they have to go back to school. It's the most. <laughs> That's hilarious, actually. Uh, Andy Williams. Isn't that is the so drunk good. guy from Haverhill? Yeah, it is. 
Um, all right, so I got Christmas song, rocking around the Christmas tree, and then um, oh, it's the most wonderful time. Ugh, such a Last good song. Christmas. I really like. Uh, gave him my heart. Dude, Last I really day. like White Christmas. There's something about it. Maybe it's because I watched White Christmas last night and it's in my head. Is that um, any good? Yeah. Also, have you watched this um, animated film Klaus? No, but I heard that's great. I did too, and I like kind of started it the other day, and Jess just like wasn't into it, so I turned it off. But... I heard it's really good though. That's like the origin of Santa, right? I think you know. Uh, yeah, Fauci? I didn't get far enough. I forget which <laughs> which folklore hero. Um, Fuck. I, I, Next I did, week, I, I got to get this really clip. Good. I have this clip of. Um... Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna sorry to interrupt. I'm gonna go. No, it's important. But I want to take this seriously. And I know this is gonna sound um, like it's just a cursory decision, but it's not. Okay. I think part of uh, the other thing Freud got right was the Freudian slip. Right. And uh, I'm gonna go with so number one is going to be the Christmas song, and just just let, mm, it is. This is why this is number one. Not only because it's the greatest song this guy's ever written, but it's the greatest song anyone's ever written. It's a fact. This is a Christmas song that makes you sit there. This this Christmas song is like when... There's no way you don't picture a fire right now. Yeah, so say you're a a parent. Say you're 60 years old. Mm -hmm. And you had this... You hosted Christmas. Everyone opened their presents. You had a great fucking time. Everybody went to bed. And and then you're left in the recliner with your eggnog staring at the fire. And it's like a... It's not just It's not Christmas joy That cheapens it It's like a profound Appreciation for the life You've built That's what the song Kind of is at its best That was really good You're just thinking about The whole point of life And how Christmas embodies Everything That the other 364 days of the year Are are driving at And then you finally Have this one fucking day Before liberals ruin it For everybody in 10 years But you have this one day Where you can go Wow Everyone Is on their best behavior Even shitty people Have to be nice today And you go This is what it's all about That's what that song Reminds me of So that always gets number one Yeah And then That's so good And then I gotta go with uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year uh, for a few reasons. One, that's the exciting part. That is when you go to the fucking mall, and but you're you're in a good mood though. It's not right. one of, it's not one of those like malls where it's like six thirty. You just get out of work. You're fucking sweating and you're miserable and calling everyone cunt under your breath. Right, and it's some of the first gifts you're buying, so you're still like pumped about it. Yeah, exactly. It's not like the last few when you're like fucking Christ. I the still got to get. Is, it's like when you're at the mall, you know exactly. All right, this is what this this song is like. Let me just play that. All right, so you go to the mall. It's one of those days where there's snow on the ground, but the roads are clear, and it's like 40 degrees, so yep. it's sunny. Yep. So you get the you get the the visuals of Christmas with the snow, yes. super bright, uh, with none of the pain in the ass of the snow. So you're already, you're already kind of festive in that mood. You go to the mall. You only need to get three items. You buy them all. So now you're walking around the store with your, your two bags with the three items in it because you consolidated one, but one right. of the bags is too big. Yes. So you're walking. You're in a coat. You're in a great fucking mood because the only thing you sought to buy that day has been purchased. So you're like, all right, I feel accomplished. Then you're walking around, and then you're you're about to. You're like, all right, I'm going to get to the food court and then maybe get a coffee. And then you're at the food court, and you run into your buddy. Your buddy who's also there. Oh, dude, what's up? And he's fucking, he drops his bags and, like, unravels his scarf. Right. Give you a hug. Yeah. And it's like December 5th. It's like early enough in the year okay. where like there's still plenty of time to deal with all the other stuff. Right. And you're just in such a good fucking mood. That's the song. Like. That's really good. I like that. And then uh, this song is just when you're driving. You just had that experience I just described, and you're on the way home, and this song comes on the radio. This is kind of a song. Yeah. You want to just be behind the wheel when it's nice, and you go, oh, I love this song. You can crank it up. No one's talking over it. You can just sit there and just give it your full attention. See, this this song, to me, I feel like I... Um I just walked into like a little bit of a Christmas party, dude. Yes, or that. And and like there's some people are wearing like little Christmas brooches, yes. right? And and I'm like, oh, what's up, guys? You're like, oh, you want some fucking punch? And I'm like, yeah. And they're putting punch in a cup and giving it to me. Yes. And I'm walking around, I'm like, oh, fucking Uncle Ernie, what's up, brother? Yeah. And then and then uh, and then you hear the door open, and then you see one of your favorite relatives that's hilarious walks in, stomping his feet on the rug, yes. undoing the scarf again, yep. and then hangs he goes, up the coat. This is fantastic. Yes. That's that's exactly Jimmy! right. Yeah. 
Wait a minute. Um, yeah, so those are my top three. That was really good. That See, was fucking that's why, fantastic. That's why I like that the bar uh, for Christmas songs yeah. is so high because it's such a perfectly, it's such an elite group of songs that you can't sully it with like, oh, there's an, like if there was a new Christmas song every year that they try to cram in, it wouldn't have the same effect. That's the thing too, dude. Just some of these, some of these newer Christmas songs oh, are I do so love bad. The Mariah Carey one. Yeah, of course, of course, man. And something I don't. I mean, some of them are just so sexual, dude. Mm. Is this the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. She's like Santa. I'm gonna fuck your brains out tonight. What? Is basically what that Who the song's hell is about. That? Ariana Grande. Ah. She's trying to do the whole. I don't. Here's the thing that Ariana Grande. Are you trying to be sexy, or are you trying to be eleven? Like that's the thing that bothers me about her. She's super hot. She's always being overly sexual. She always has like a lollipop, but then at the same time goes out of her way to look like she's in third grade. Yeah, I there is. I agree. And it's like, you. are you trying to turn everybody into a pedophile? Make up your mind. Like if I were a uh, if I were a. Uh, agent, like a stylist. Oh yeah, and I was a pedophile, and I was in charge of Ariana Grande. Yes, I would make her do what she does. I'd go, why don't, right. you, why don't you like like have your super long hair and a stupid ponytail, and then just like sensually suck on a lollipop and stare at the camera. So I guess you kind of answered your own question in a way. Uh, what was, I the question? was really a question? You were just like, what's the deal with her? Why does she dress that way? Why does she act like she's... Oh, yeah. So we answered it by figuring out that her stylist is a pedophile. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking get it. Um. Oh, this, dude. Uh, some, How old is she, by the way? Before I... Maybe I am a pedophile. Something about this song just gets me fucking going. And in sync, oh, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, man. That's actually a good point. This, this one, it's kind of a... Um, in terms of its... It's it's kind of like a C plus B minus in the canon category. Right, like this one you're at a Christmas party, but it's not like people wearing brooches with punch. Right. It's like you just went to like your friend's apartment and he's got like Jack and Coke. Exactly. And like you're like, oh this is bumping. And you're like, like, oh fuck oh, yeah, dude. You're like, what's up, Coach? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, like, welcome to my new place, I, uh, bro. Hope dude, you guys like the, in sync. Uh, the when we were coming home from the Cape, we were playing the Hanson Christmas CD. Oh, that CD is so fucking good. Yeah, they're, they're their really good. version of that Stevie Wonder song. Um, they add some hook. Certain people they do these covers, and I love it when they add a hook. Like, like you know the Marvin Gaye, um, "How Sweet It Is." Yes, but the James Taylor version. What I like about it, uh, Marvin Gaye's voice is so much better than. James Taylor's voice is not even close. But the thing, the thing that the James Taylor thing is, he does that pause where he goes, "I just want to stop and thank you, baby." And yeah. then it does that, and like yes. the Marvin Gaye doesn't have that. So every time I crave it. But they have Hanson does this Stevie Wonder. Didn't song. they pass some new fucking law where um, if you like are streaming? Uh, like media that you don't have the rights to. Now you like go to prison for like ten years. Uh, I didn't know or about something. This. I thought they did. Well, either way, we're fucked, dude. No, I thought there was actually some sort of editorial thing where if you play a song but you talk about it, like you specifically address the song and cite it, then you're okay. Okay, I've heard that. I'm willing to risk it if you are. So yeah, what the fuck is that? I don't think we have much of an audience. So. Wow, man. Came really prepared, huh? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but the Hanson song. The Merry Christmas. And by the fire oh, side. It. And then it goes, but do bet, do bet, do bet, do bet, bet. You know? Yeah, oh. You broke it? Yeah, I broke it, dude. Give it a little scrub. It just won't even play, huh? No. What the fuck? Ah, yeah. oh. uh, it's the only one? Yeah. All right. So they add the clearly the an electric O-E-O-E-O. piano. Okay. That's the most electric piano I've ever heard in my life. It sounds like a thirty dollars Casio that you got for Christmas, <laughs> or like a yeah. 
Like, it doesn't even sound like the keys are weighted. <laughs> oh, this is old Hanson. Yeah, no, this is the OG. Oh, those notes. So the Stevie Wonder, and obviously, yeah, I love Stevie But they add this little hook that Stevie Wonder has. I can't remember can't if wait. this is one of those bridges that goes back on the verse. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't know. Of course. They had this little thing. I don't think Steve oh, would have okay. had that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think he does. That is it. Because that's I definitely... Like I always crave it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Of all the black, blind, piano, R&B sensations, Stevie Wonder's definitely in the top two. Oh, easily. But for that, there's something about that song that I just think the Hanson, the Hanson sisters just did better than anybody. Oh, that's great. That's rich. I do love Christmas, though, even though I sounded like such a miserable cunt at the beginning of this. We'll see. Well, no, we had Jingle Bells. This is all part of the thing. I think people are getting You're it turning now. turning me around. Yeah, yeah. He came in as Scrooge, and now we're just Christmasing him up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like a meta Christmas carol. It's Dickensian. What, dude? That's I don't what I'm doing. understand all these philosophical fucking terms, okay, dude? Well, no, anything that's, that evokes uh, Charles Dickens is Dickensian, and he wrote Christmas Carol. So then what's draconian? Well, draconian is anything that's like, you know, super oppressive and tyrannical. But who's Dracone? Who, who's that guy? Um, I think he was a... Uh, Tommy Draconius? No, let's, look, let's look, actually look, look up. Yeah, Tommy Draconius. Sounds like some guy that owns like a fucking... <laughs> Law firm. Um, yeah, let's let's do a little research on Draconian. Um, what is another one that I think is very? It derives from uh, Draco, an Athenian law scribe under whom small offenses had heavy punishments. So that's why it's Draconian. oh, heavy punishments. Yes, gotcha, dared. Most of this stuff is all Greek. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Why can't I watch the fucking... Yeah, we watched the original Grinch, too. It's so good, dude. Why can't I watch the Claymation Rudolph anywhere unless I pay money? Like, lots of money. Yeah, I don't know uh, why that one's been so... Uh, so oh, is this the, the one the Ronettes? Oh, this is a great... Song. This is a good Frosty. Yes. Like this reminds me that this, like this song we be playing in a Scorsese film as they're like blowing everybody's heads off in a yes. dri- in a drive-by. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, man! Tony Bennett's like kind of terrible now, huh? Yeah, but he used to be so great, dude. If you listen to if you listen to Bennett in like the '60s, yeah, he I like him better than Sinatra. It sounds like he's dying in the song. Yeah, because these old crooners they get. And then people always... And then I love how photoshops the uh, images. Check Christmas it out. Christmas tree. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> they just photoshopped a bunch of his band's heads Such around a table. And then just threw like a perfect turkey in there. Did I ever tell you about the time... Uh, oh, your song got uh, canceled, by the way. Which song? Say Christmas in the Drunk Tank. It got canceled? Yeah, because she said... She says, uh, like... Faggot Stop something. this fucking song, by the way. She says faggot? Yeah, hold on. Let's play the original. Let's see if it's on. It's Christmas Eve. It is Spotify, so all the Wokies may have screwed <laughs> in the drunk tank. No, I heard it the other day, I think. Let's see. Is it Drug Church? Is that the band? Uh, I, don't, I don't think this is it. It's like the somethings. The the something Irishes. Uh, Should be in that fucking list. Is that where you're looking? Oh, uh, maybe it wasn't. Hold on. Is it the O'Neaters? No, that's not it. Christmas in the drunk tank. Is that what it's called? Dude, see, didn't you play it last year? It's not even on here, man. It's gotta be. Let me see the fucking thing. Is it? Oh, this is it. I don't think that's it. Oh, Shane McGowan. This must be a cover. 
Hold on, let's. Can you go on YouTube on this thing? Yeah, yeah, you should be able to. Now, now I want to make sure I'm not telling our viewers fake news. It's Christmas Eve, babe. The YouTube app, or should I just go to Safari? I don't remember. Okay. And the drunk tank. Yeah, and if anybody knows about this, uh, Christmas in the drunk tank getting canceled, let us know. Christmas. I don't remember, know if you guys remember, but I think last year we shit all over that exact song. I played it. Well, on. I don't like that song. I hate it. It's so bad. But now I do like it if it got canceled. Just out of principle, but the song sucks. Princey Pal. Oh, the Pogues. That's it. <laughs> yeah, hold on, let's see. That's the one. Yeah, it's like when the girl comes in. New York City when, when the band finished. She says fags, dude. Yeah, I think she called him a fag. They got cars big as balls. They got rivers of cars big as balls. I think so. See, if I tune my car on at this point, I'm like, oh, this is so bad. But right. the beginning was like, so bad. Like, I get that he's acting drunk, but it's so bad. Bro, like, if you're playing drums with a cigarette in your mouth, you're not doing it because you want to be smoking a cigarette. You're doing it because you want to look cool smoking a cigarette while you're playing drums. Just fucking don't do it, man. Yeah, but that's the whole thing of being in a band. It's like, cool. I missed that whole fucking memo. That's why people get tattoos. That's why people gel their hair. Look at this fucking guy. I'm sure his finger work is this ridiculous. Oh, play that again. Oh, wow, dude. That's all I got. Well, play that one more time. Yeah, play that verse. I'm sure this is it. That song's canceled. I'm sure this is a happy little Christmas ditty. ditty. <laughs> they're they're fucking fist fighting in a subway, calling each other faggots. No, but that's the point. If you, li- I don't like that song. But if you do listen to the song, the point is that they're pieces of shit that are fucking losers. But that song does suck. But um, I didn't even know that was a song until you showed it to me last year. Maybe I'm just. So I so what you're saying is I'm expanding your fucking Yeah, you're showing me great music here. Your fucking shit, Dad. Yes. yes. Oh, I sent Ian a um, moleskin book. A moleskin Ooh, that's a notebook. Nice, that's a good uh you like did he that? Get it yet? Or... Yeah, he got it. That's a good gift. He was like, Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Yeah, I was like, Dead you, serious, bro. You didn't even get me one of those. I actually didn't. <laughs> um What a loser. Uh, didn't even fucking get you one. I see you like every day. Okay, it's all right, dude. Ian deserves it though, because the thing is with Ian is he's an actual. Well, here's the thing too. He's an actual good friend, dude. When's and when's the last time you you had to jot down some some lyrics? When was the last time you did that? Uh, like 2012, maybe. Okay, I feel like Ian probably did that like twice last week, or like today, or today. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he needs a fucking moleskin notebook. No, he does. He does. With I agree. the little elastic that keeps it closed. So Listen, that, I'm for Ian getting one. I so agree. no one can accidentally and read it. And I should it, actually know? send Ian a gift. The fact that Ian listens to every episode and gives us his feedback when needed. I mean, not a lot of people would do that. That's true. I should probably check the, the email the email system. Ian's a good buddy. Chris Ring's on his way. He'll be here in four minutes. We should meet up with Ian soon. We should. Yeah, maybe we'll... Yeah, maybe we'll, why don't you and I just drive down to fucking Providence, grab a few pints with your boy one day? Right. Maybe like in like a week or two. That would be fucking great. Yeah, dude. Providence really isn't a bad drive. Uh, uh, we'll just go down there and get cocked right back. Oh, I'm actually going to do some investigative reporting here for a second. Oh. 58 minutes ago. You go, let me see here. Yep. Election was rigged. <laughs> yep. It was 58 minutes ago. So when did Eric text me? Where's the fucking soundboard? It texted me at 7.58. So this thing that says soundboard? No. Which was a, what was about 50. So Eric, so basically what happened is Eric received the Fox News app alert that said that Trump might not sign the bill. Mm. And then he texted me about it. That's what happened. Yep. Makes about sense. What was I doing? Oh, checking the Gmail. Dude, where's the soundboard shit? 
What's the oh, you got a tr- What's the, the purple thing on the bottom that oh. says soundboard? Dude, I feel like my brain is just fried, man. It just really? doesn't work anymore. Your brain is fried? Interesting. You missed a message. If he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Um, I guess we have no we have no emails, so he's absolutely right. That's that. Um Well Well um if we have potatoes. I guess I don't know, dude. Send us an email. <laughs> yeah. First of all, we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Everyone a happy Christmas. Happy New Year. I don't really go for it anymore because who fucking gives a shit? It's just a calendar. Christmas is actually something with meaning. Right. Happy Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Yes. And happy Kwanzaa. You know, the fi- first of all, Kwanzaa was a made-up... Ho- Kwanzaa was invented in like the 60s by some fucking FBI informant that kidnapped and beat the shit out of some lady. Is that true? Yeah. People act like it's a real thing. Jesus. Let me look this up here. This is more than the budget of my whole project. It's an estimate. Kwanzaa. Uh, what's your dog's name? Cody. Like, I feel like the only people who recognize Kwanzaa are, like, guilty white people who think it's a real thing. Right. Um, Why isn't it my phone phone? I'm pretty sure Nancy Pelosi celebrates Kwanzaa. Um, with, her, with her offensive African scarf that she wears. Let's see here. Um, so... Kwanzaa was created in 1966 in the aftermath of the Watch Riots. Um, like Reggie Watts? By a man called Milana Karinga. And then you go to his Wikipedia page, and then you go, all right. Uh, and then in 1971, Karinga was sentenced to one to ten years in prison on counts of felony assault and false imprisonment. Imprisonment. One of his victims gave testimony of how Karinga and the other men tortured her and another woman. The woman described having been stripped and beaten with an electrical cord. Karinga's estranged wife, Brenda Lorraine Karinga, testified that she sat on the other woman's stomach while another man forced water into her mouth through a hose. What the fuck? So Kwanzaa is a made-up holiday created by a man who waterboards women that he abducted and imprisoned in his basement. So uh, anyone who even mentions Kwanzaa, A, doesn't know what they're talking about, or B, realizes it was started out by a total psychopath and only guilty white people actually think it's a thing. In which case, they are just <sighs> just exposing their ignorance. Ignorance. So there it is. All right, well, um, I guess that's it, right? <laughs> yeah, on that note, we'll leave it. Because fucking, I got nothing, and you got nothing, and I've got a fart. So, uh, happy Christmas, folks. And... Send us an email at its.the.tims at gmail.com. Yes. Merry Christmas, everybody. And enjoy that notebook. Uh, Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Spinal. I'm so sure can.